Hi, I'm Flo. And I'm Isabel. And welcome to our second episode of Music Explained for Teens. Hi, teens. Uh, this episode will be about the Baroque era, tied in with um, Enlightenment. Yes. So, what was Enlightenment? Enlightenment. That was, like, was that. Um, that was sort of just the move on from medieval, right? Yeah, basically, because it had some classical in it as well. But it's like where people question the traditional ideas and methods of, like about religion and everything. Yeah, it was more of like a change in philosophical action. Yes. Cool. See how, so, rock era, yes. however, that was... The Baroque, the Baroque era was from the early 1600s to mid 1700s. It was like the birth of orchestra and opera. I know that sounds weird, but like it literally was. Orchestras all of a sudden just changed like the outlook of music. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then opera as well. Have you seen a lot of opera? No. We wanted to though. They're um they're long. They're really long. <laughs> and they're usually in Italian. Oh, okay. And then you're and then you're just reading these like subtitles at the top the whole time. Yeah. And it, it's a bit dead. But like you can't everyone like dead silent and then there's okay, that Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, there's that average of the opera, but it's, it's more that's more like American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you wanna know what's all Italian, right? And it, do you have to speak dead silent? Do you wanna know what the snacks they gave you? Halfway through it. Crunchy peanuts. Like oh, really crunchy. No. So you'd be sat there, starving, munching on this salty oh. peanut, like mm, everyone can eat But yeah, that's rough. It's like the the just yeah. Startle. Yeah. It um well, there's loads of hard to chords, so usually if you're listening to a piece and you're trying to work out what era it's from, just listen out for a harpsichord and that will like 9 out of 10 times be a harpsichord. Yes. It had a main progression after the Renaissance and it was the emergence of more modern harmony. Yeah. And it was where they combined more than one note at the same time to like chords and everything. Yeah. Another chord. Yeah. Um, like make it a bit thicker. Yeah, add some texture. Yeah. Was it Baroque wasn't um it was it's still religious, wasn't it? Yeah, but they were starting to go out with that because of all the uh, fashion. <laughs> because of all the um physiological yeah philosophical philosophical ideas that were going on then they like reflected it upon. Come. Yeah. Yeah, Baroque, isn't it? Should we move on to some composers? Yeah, so there were a few people at that time. So we've got Vivaldi. Oh, Vivaldi. He's got some good tunes. We've got Bach. <laughs> Bach. <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> I always make uh, Bach jokes like, oh, you should go Bach and check that she again. Back. But like, back, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Handel, like the door, Handel. He was also German, but he was also British at the same time. Yeah. You've got Hayden. Yeah, Joseph Hayden. Yeah, and Mozart. Yeah. Love Mozart. A composer called Anthony Fulcare, I think it was. 
one of her songs called La Leclerc. Yeah. Um, they, it was said to be played like the devil because of how different it was. Yeah. And everything, everyone who was like so religious back then, they're like, yeah. that's too different. That's like the devil. So she was like an emo. Basically. She was the yeah. emo icon of the Baroque era. Yeah. My chemical romance can get <laughs> What's her name? She can come back. Um, Anthony for Four. Oh, is that, is that her? Mm, maybe. Oh, lol. Yeah. Anyway. Emo icon. Yeah, basically. I'm so sorry. He really likes um, right. He thought it was really, really funny. I'm literally going on my phone right now because I just remember I've got a video of like the lyrics. But so what? he had uh, a lover, which also um, was his cousin, and he would write letters to her talking about um, talking about poo, like making like. Jokes. Yeah. So he, I've, I've got a video right now, and I'll give you an example. But he like, people say that he found it funny, but it could also be that he was actually into it. Oh, um, right. Okay. So the, he wrote the letters when he was like twenty to his cousin, which was like oh. his interest, and it, he just talked about people, like they were main things. And one thing that he said was, "I now wish you a good night." S word in your bed with all your might, sleep with peace in your mind and try to kiss your own behind. Stop. What? He like he was obsessed. He literally loved it. And he had a he wrote a song about um uh <laughs> he wrote like songs about parts and like bums and that. Aww. And one of them was literally called Lick My <laughs> and that in like not English is like let me then I feed rest son sober so lick my bum right well and clean no do you want to, do you want to hear some um, <laughs> lyrics from it three will lick more than two come on just try it <laughs> lick 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 that's all I'll give you from that but he <laughs> literally he he loved it. <laughs> and also, it's like, not only was he into poem and fart, he wrote to his cousin about this. Come on, whoop, whoop, bang, Amadeus, Mozart. He's, he's really like, the side down. The back he side is. down. Bastions of the Enlightenment. 
started practicing for our school's musical and we thought it was picking up through the mic so we had to move to the other side of the room. So we also had Vivaldi. He was Italian. He was very influential. He had some really famous pieces and one that you probably know. It's Four Seasons. Oh yeah? You know that one? I do, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's good. You probably recognise the one about winter the most but they're, they're all really really good pieces. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was known as one of the greatest Baroque um, composers for a reason. He yes. was Many Williams of Georgia. 
Moving on. Franz Joseph Hayden. He was he was um at the very end of the era. I don't really know if he's part of the next yeah. year as well. Uh 1832 to 1809. I when I think of Joseph Hayden, I do think of this um composer though. He had very complex choral music. He was very smart and he is a very interesting salesman. Yeah. Well, I know when it's a like I know when it's a bar. Yeah. Like you know when it's a bar. Yeah. And he did. Uh, he did a lot of quartets. He was known as the father of the string quartet. Have you ever heard of string quartet? I haven't. Why? Why a string quartet? Can you guess what's wrong? Good at it, okay. Only when you have nearly like finished the whole orchestra thing and you're really tired, that's when you can use your wrist. But you use your elbow. No, it's underneath. It goes like that. Yeah, it's underneath. You're like pulling your fist towards your face like that, and then the cello. It's like a chicken wing. They go like that. Cello, cello is not as easy. No offense, cellos, cellists. Yeah, like that. Imagine you put a harp on its side and turn it into a piano. It's like it just sounds like a harp. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's that classic chamber music noise. Like they had quarters. Oh, they're little. Yeah, it's just a D. Okay. I can play. Um. Yeah, it was 
violins. Yeah. One was Stradivarius. One was Amy. Um, and they're worth millions. There was this lady and she left her Stradivarius on the train. Oh, shoot. Yeah, she left her Stradivarius on the train and she was like, somebody find my Stradivarius. And then she, imagine getting back to her. She's like, in the front of the no, I would I would I would take it when I get it right now. There's like seven Stradivarius. Yeah, exactly, I would have sold it. Make like a key. Yeah, and that woman would be like, you stole my Stradivarius. And I'd be like, no, you left it. Yeah, but you <laughs> shouldn't leave unattended. Yeah, but you stole it. <laughs> Well, if if your Stradivarius goes missing, you know who it was. It's a bit like a child. If you knew what happened to what did you expect? <laughs> 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 uh, Adam was like, if your child gets kidnapped, <laughs> it's not with me. Actually, no, I might have to for that Mozart thing. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to. That's because I'm Actually, I will slap you. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Homophonic. Oh. Homophonic. Homophonic. <laughs> Not homophobic. Homophonic. Homophonic. Whatever. It is when there is one melodic line that, uh, like, is very prominent, there's word, throughout the whole piece, and then there is a counter melody which goes with it, because homo, homo, means many, that means there's many melodies. There's multiple. No. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't mean many, it means same, doesn't it? Yep. It means the same. Yeah, so it has the same melody but a little bit different underneath and maybe even just sometimes an octave down yeah. so you usually find violin ones in orchestra they'll be playing the same melody and violins twos and threes and the other sections usually doing counter melodies so sucks for us done it and the music compositions because of homophonic I just still can't say homophonic they became more tuneful and it yeah. said that they reflected the contours and expressivity of the human voice uh, as choral assemblies rose to prominence, which I think is quite poetic. Quite poetic. Yeah. So it was, it was a, like for history context, it would have been around the Enlightenment era, which that doesn't really have the effect on music, but it also does. Mm. Something is, it's not called the enlightenment period in music, it's in rock, in different ones. Yeah, like you refer, you would refer to this as the baroque era, not yeah. the enlightenment era. But I think music is heavily influenced by surroundings and yes. vice versa. Surroundings are heavily influenced by music. And I think the enlightenment era bought, bought the change needed to get out of the polyphonic yeah. medieval renaissance. Bring it into a new era, and that 
I think saying the Baroque Catholic during the Enlightenment era is a really good way of thinking about the Baroque era. Yeah. So Enlightenment Catholic music. There's new ideas coming through that weren't just about religion and like during this like message, during the Renaissance. But everything starts to change in this era. Another reason why Baroque is more of a in my opinion. I love Baroque. I haven't listened to them, but they seem very cool. You definitely know like that. Emotion. Mm. Where's this emotion coming through? Yeah, like Mozart's talking about in fascination. Yeah. So pieces that are different are said they're played by the devil. Yeah. We need we need some emotion, do you know what I mean? We need, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that emotion. Exactly. We need that. Yeah, we just we just need we need something new. Yes. We need We need it. We need it. But yeah, I think rap episode yeah. about the Baroque era and Enlightenment and yeah that's that pretty cool era some cool people some they were a bit uh gosh maybe uh, um, <laughs> uh but he was a cool guy anyway and they were all cool guys uh but yeah see you next oh, time see you next time